Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Franchising in You, a production of Franchise Foundry. My name is Paul Segreto. I'm your host every Saturday morning as we share information and perspective to help individuals understand all aspects of exploring, selecting, and starting a franchise business. Our guest last week was vetpreneur and business broker and consultant, Kurt Meyer. Kurt did a great job helping us understand the various options in owning a business. We discussed buying an established business, starting one from scratch, and also by investing in a franchise, either as a new business or as an acquisition of an existing franchise business. It was certainly very, very eye-opening. Kurt will be returning to us as a regular guest on Franchising and You. If you missed last week's show, it is available along with all past shows at www.blogtalkradio.com slash franchising and you. Franchising and You is brought to you in part by FranFund, recently named one of the top 10 franchise funding providers by Entrepreneur Magazine. FranFund crafts insightful funding strategies that help solidify the dreams of franchise ownership while positioning franchisees for long-term success. You can learn more about FranFund at FranFund.com. You know, we don't have to tell you that financing your business is one of the biggest challenges of entrepreneurship, whether you're just starting out or looking to grow an existing company. Business loans work for many, but you might not like the idea of taking on debt, especially if you have funds of your own that you could bring to the business. The problem is that most people have personal savings, signed up investments, or retirement accounts. To help us explore how to fund your franchise debt-free and why using your retirement savings may be a better option than you think is FranFund Senior Consultant Shirley Kefchen. Shirley, welcome to Franchising and You. Thanks very much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Well, we are certainly happy you being here with us on a Saturday morning after a, uh, a long week at work. We do certainly appreciate that. And I know our listening audience does as well, especially on a topic like this, that probably are less people that know about it than actually know about it. So let's jump right in. Shirley, when should you actually consider using your retirement savings to help fund the franchise business? So if you have more than $50,000 in retirement savings that are not attached to a current employer, the threshold for this program is sort of a $50,000 minimum. So when that is the case, it can start to be a good idea to consider maybe accessing some of those retirement funds and investing them into the business because unlike what most people assume, there is actually an option that allows folks to invest that money into a small business without having to face the income tax or early withdrawal penalties that they might assume exist. So to clarify, it cannot be attached to your current employer, correct? Nine times out of ten, that's the case. 
Uh, most employers out there will have a rule in place that says, while you still work for us, you cannot just move your retirement money out of this account. They'll call that an in-service distribution. And, you know, each employer does have the ability to set their own policy. So it's not necessarily an across-the-board rule. But again, I would say nine, maybe 9.5 times out of 10, an employer will have a policy in place that says, while you still work here, your retirement money needs to remain in this 401k that we've provided you with. That makes sense, and it's something new. I mean, 36 years in business uh, in franchising, and I wasn't sure about that until right now. I appreciate that. I always thought it was uh, an IRS rule or, or some other rule. So that's interesting, and I'm sure that um, definitely opened up some uh, some people's uh, minds on this, especially if they've been with a company uh, a very, very long time and maybe only want to tap you know, some of it. So what is the process? of a 401k rollover. Exactly how does that work? And understand, we so, only have 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll give you the high-level overview then. Um, and okay. from sort of a step-by-step -step kind of perspective, the first thing that we end up needing to do is create a C corporation to operate this new business through. But that is one of the IRS regulations. They do specifically require the C corporation structure itself. So once that corporation has been formed, the employer identification number is in place, the next thing that we need to do is create a new retirement plan. You'll hear me just refer to it as a 401k, but technically speaking, it is a 401k profit sharing plan. So it has you know, a lot of the same features that folks are used to seeing with 401ks that they've participated in. But this 401k plan would end up being sponsored by that corporation, the new business. So the franchisee then, as an employee of this corporation, has the ability to participate in the 401k. So if you have maybe a 401k from an old job or an IRA, let's say that you've rolled funds into, um, maybe you're a military veteran and you have a TSP from your service, as long as it is not a Roth account, as long as it is a pre-tax retirement account, it is eligible, and you can roll those retirement dollars from those accounts right into this new 401k that's been created. Now, rather than using this 401k like you traditionally would, maybe putting your money back into stocks, bonds, and mutual funds out on the market, you'd actually make the decision to have this 401k invest the money right into the sponsoring corporation, which happens to be your new business. So sort of the final step there is that the cash really is just wire transferred right into the company, that corporation's bank account, where it's now a business use. And in exchange for the cash investment that the 401k made, the corporation itself will issue stock to that 401k. So you're really sort of taking on your own retirement plan as a silent partner in the business. Very interesting, and of course, uh, for the people that don't know this, the uh, acronym for uh, rollover uh, startup business is ROBS, and you'll hear that uh, quite a bit. Are there any other acronyms that they should be aware of? So ROBS is definitely a common one for the rollover as business startup. When you're just in casual conversation with folks, you will often just hear them say, the 401k rollover. Have you thought about the 401k rollover? Uh, and this is the program that they're referring to when you hear people say that. 
And is the 401k rollover program, uh, so to speak, is that something that's relatively new or has it been around for a while? You know, interestingly, it's been around for a long time. It's been around since the 70s as part of the ERISA Act. Um, So, you know, there isn't really a group or organization that invented it. Um, We sort of facilitate this program that's in place based on the Internal Revenue Code. Excellent. And I want to emphasize uh, to somebody because there there is some complexity here. I think it's safe to say that, or it's important to say, that people can understand that that they need to – uh, know that as an owner, that is a different entity from the 401k, uh, which is also an owner. And even though it was your retirement money in the first place, you need to operate it as if the 401k owner is really almost like a picky partner and make sure you follow the rules to the letter. Is that correct? You know, I would say that that's absolutely correct. And it's a really good point because when you utilize this strategy, you're wearing a couple of different hats. So one obvious hat is business owner, right? It's your responsibility to really ensure that this business thrives and that it goes well and that you're making good decisions on behalf of the business. But the other very important hat that you wear in this scenario is as the trustee of the 401k plan itself, which means that it's also your responsibility to make good decisions on behalf of this retirement plan. So, you know, you are absolutely correct. In addition to just wanting to make sure that you are following rules and regulations around, you know, C corporations and 401ks in general. Um, You do also want to make sure that every time you make a decision, you have that 401k in the back of your mind, you know, would this benefit or be a detriment to the retirement plan? What type of costs are associated by going through this process? So at Fran Fund, our setup fee for this program, which does include creating the C corporation and any state filing fee involved with that, would be $4,795. One of the things you'll find is that for any 401k plan that's sponsored by an employer, the IRS is going to require that you have a third-party administrator. This is basically a second set of eyes overseeing this 401k plan on an ongoing basis essentially responsible for ensuring that it stays in compliance with both the IRS and the Department of Labor, ensuring that this plan is administered correctly as franchisee or any eligible employees maybe start to contribute. But we also become responsible for preparing the annual tax filings that this 401k will need to submit to the IRS each year. So there is, you know, an ongoing relationship, ongoing partnership there. And the cost for those ongoing services is $1,500 per year. Oh, it seems reasonable enough, especially with an instrument that has a level of complexity that it does. Franchising in You is also brought to you by the national boutique law firm Spadia Liana. Learn more about Tom Spadia and his legal team at www.spadialaw.com. We have a question from our audience, Shirley. Uh, Jack from Newport News, Virginia writes, I do want to own my own business, but I feel I'd be crazy to use my retirement savings and jeopardize my future. Is there a way I can hedge my risk, maybe use part of my savings and borrow whatever other money I may need? That is an excellent question, and yes. There is no rule out there that says if you utilize this 401k rollover strategy that you have to fully fund the business with those dollars. So it is very common to see folks using a combination of 
401k, rollover funds, and maybe more traditional SBA lending. I think one other point that might be important to make is most of the folks that I talk with when they sort of enter the conversation really have sort of had it beaten into their brains that you never touch your retirement money. No matter what, don't do it, don't touch it. And I think that that is really responsible advice if you're going to put a new roof on your house or if you're going on a you know, three-month European cruise. Yes, absolutely, do not touch those retirement dollars. But what you're doing in this scenario is you're sort of saying, I've done my homework. I think I've identified a business that I will have some success in. And I believe that if I use some of my retirement money to make this investment happen, over time I'm going to get a return with this business that's just as good as, if not better than, what I think the market would do. So there's a little bit of a shift in how you think about your retirement funds when you do consider the strategy. Excellent advice. I, I say excellent advice. Of course, uh, we appreciate all questions to franchising and you. Just drop me a note at paul at franchisefoundry.com. You may do so at any time during the week or even while we're on the air as time permits. We may respond on the show, but rest assured, you will always receive a response to your question. So let's start You know, from the beginning. I'm exploring uh, business ownership kind of narrowed down where I want to be, what I'm looking at, the type of business, and maybe even talking to a specific franchise at this point. What can I expect as the process for a 401k rollover? You know, basically, you know, how does that work uh, at that point? We already already took me through, you know, some of the uh, the early stage. But now that I'm specifically working through this, is there, you know, some type of pre-approval process do I have to provide you all kind of financial statements and bank statements, even though I'm using my own money? How does that part of the process work? That's another good question. This is your money that you've saved when we're using this 401k rollover strategy. So you don't go have to ask anyone for approval. Um, you do not have to go through any sort of application or qualification process. You know, credit score does not factor in. Uh, so realistically, it's a matter of following the right steps to ensure that we go through this process in a way that does not cause any taxable events, but there's no request that needs to be made or permission that needs to be granted. So when we're working with folks where maybe we've talked through the strategy, they're comfortable with, quite made a final decision yet about the business itself, one of the things that we offer is a program called the Safety Net. And the safety net will allow you to get a cost-free and risk-free head start on this whole 401k rollover program. In total, this process will typically take about three to four weeks from start to finish. And one of the longest pieces of this process is actually moving the retirement money itself. Some custodians take longer than others to actually release the funds and get them moving into the new 401k that we've created. So with our safety net program, what we do is get a head start on the money movement itself and move it into an IRA. We'll actually roll it from the retirement account that's it, that it's in now into a new IRA, which causes no taxable event and also no risk to the retirement dollars. It's going from, you know, one retirement account to another. But mm -hmm. once we move it into this IRA, it's going to be more readily available for the new 401k that we ultimately create. 
So when folks are somewhere in the middle where they are leaning toward moving forward, but they haven't necessarily made that final decision yet, this safety net program is a really good interim step that allows them to move forward quickly and take action once they have made their final decision, you know, potentially cut that three to four week process in half. Or on the other hand, if anything happens and they end up not moving forward with the business, their funds are still safely sitting in a retirement account and they haven't spent any money or risked anything. Interesting. So with that in mind, they can actually jumpstart this process ahead of time. Absolutely. At any point in time, realistically, because again, there's no risk to the retirement dollars. All we're doing is preparing them for a potential investment. So let's look at it from the perspective. um, Let's say I'm looking at, you know, a $500,000 investment that I'm going to make and I'm looking Mm -hmm. at an SBA loan and the SBA uh, lender tells me one of the requirements is uh, I'm going to need a third of the money uh, myself. So I'm going to need roughly, you know, $165,000, Can that $170,000 come from my 401k? It absolutely can. One of the things that we do here at Fran Fund, and, you know, if folks are repeat listeners here, they may have actually heard one of my colleagues on another one of your shows a little bit earlier. But one of the other things we do in addition to facilitating this 401k strategy is we facilitate the SBA loan process and help folks to get those loans in hand from banks. So the banks in our portfolio are very familiar and comfortable with this program. And once we've gone through this 401k rollover strategy and the money is sitting in the business bank account, it's cash from the SBA lender's perspective and will definitely count for that 30% cash injection that they might ask for. Excellent. Excellent. You know, buying a business uh, certainly can be um, a very emotional process. Um, At times it could also be very stressful, especially if any part of the part of the process drags on and on, um, is there any way to speed up the 401k rollover funding process or better yet, are there possibilities that will delay for, you know, an extended period of time uh, being able to actually go through the process? Well, one of the things that we sort of touched on earlier is the fact that when you're working for a company, they have some say in what you can do with your retirement funds, whether or not you can take them out of that account. And to sort of fall in line with that, there are even some companies that extend that a little bit further to a post-termination policy where they might say your retirement funds are not available until 30 days after you've terminated your employment relationship. So those are things that we'll often talk through with the folks that we're working with and make sure that we've sort of investigated that if they've recently left a job, let's say. Um, Another thing I think, especially for the veterans that we work with, for folks who have recently separated from their military position, sometimes there is sick time or maybe leave time. So they're not necessarily reporting in every day, but they're still being paid as sort of an active duty um, member. And so in that situation, we're not able to access the retirement funds until all of that leave time or sick time has been paid out, which for some folks can be weeks or months. So 
generally speaking, this is about a three to four week process. And for most of the folks we talk with, that time frame is excellent. But you will have your one-off situations here and there that may cause a delay. Um, I think otherwise, it's really just a matter of remembering that you do have to participate in the process. You know, so luckily, we cannot just go grab your retirement money and move it for you. We'll probably need you on a phone call, um, or maybe we'll go online together and make that request. Uh, but I think one of the easiest ways to make this process go quickly is to really participate, you know, and uh, submit information and documents when they're requested. And that makes things go really smoothly. Sure. You know, as we know, many people try to save a dollar whenever they can. Uh, we see individuals, you know, try to sell their own home without utilizing a, a realtor. Some do their own taxes, even if they have somewhat complicated returns. Can an individual work through a 401k rollover process, or is it absolutely necessary to work with a 401k rollover provider? And to that end, if you can kind of just emphasize again why it's important to use uh, an expert provider. So I think the overarching reason that it's important to use an expert provider is because you're up against two pretty tough regulatory bodies. We have the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service. We also have the Department of Labor. And you really don't want to find yourself in a battle with either of those organizations. So part of the importance of having not only a good, reputable, experienced company to set things up for you up front, but to also maintain an ongoing relationship with that firm as your third-party administrator is so that if there is change to regulation, change to rules, or documentation practices, if you're randomly audited, you really want someone to be there to speak on behalf of your plan, you know, provide required information and documentation um, to be sure that you've not done anything outside of the lines of what the IRS has prescribed for this strategy. I've been involved in franchising for almost 19 years personally. I've been with FranFund for about six now, and I'm knocking on wood as I say this, but I have never seen someone attempt to uh, go through this process on their own, and I think that's really wise. You know, they're just, there are pitfalls. There are ways to do this wrong. There's no doubt about it, and this really just is not a process that you want to mess up. Again, because we're not only talking about your retirement funds potentially at stake, but also, you know, IRS and Department of Labor consequences, which you wouldn't want to be involved in. So um, in addition to, you know, a provider such as uh, yourself and FranFund, uh, are CPAs able to do this? I actually have never seen a CPA attempt to take it on. Um, now, with that being said, you can go online and you can Google sort of horror stories around this program. And <laughs> <laughs> the horror stories that you will find, interestingly, were facilitated by CPAs as sort of a one-off, yes, sure, client, I understand that this is what you want to do. Let's go ahead. I'll just do it for you. Um, right. So I don't think it's that they couldn't, but I do think that they don't dabble in it because they do understand the consequences of not doing it the right way. Sure. Buyer beware, certainly. <laughs> so it, let, let's talk a little bit about, you know, the individual that has decided they want to go into business. They're not even sure which way they're going to go with their funding. 
and mm-hmm. they are referred to you at, at FranFund without any knowledge of this, any knowledge of SBA except of what they've heard and read, any knowledge of being able to use anything, how do you take them through the steps that may eventually get you to uh, a 401k as, as part of it? You know, ex- explain a little bit about the friend fund relationship with this type of individual. Sure. So, you know, if an aspiring business owner reached out to myself or one of my colleagues at Fran Fund, our first conversation is not about commitment or action. It's a lot about education and information and really trying to help the individual understand based on their specific financial situation and based on their goals for business ownership, what does the menu really look like? What options could potentially exist that they might want to consider? So once we've kind of figured out which funding options could be a potential opportunity for one individual or another, then we really just walk through them all. And so, you know, oftentimes that does include the 401k rollover strategy. Oftentimes it does include an SBA loan. You know, sometimes it will include a line of credit against a non-retirement investment portfolio. That's something that would actually be done right within a wealth management firm. So we don't facilitate that process in-house at Fran Fund, but part of our role is to really help folks understand what's out there consider. So those are things that will bubble up to the surface, even if they don't necessarily happen in-house. But that's really how we uncover whether or not this could be a good option to consider is really through that first conversation and just sort of exploring, you know, what does the personal financial situation look like and what are we really trying to accomplish here through business ownership? Yeah, and certainly if you are speaking with an organization like FranFund, you're an aspiring business owner, please, please, please make sure you're honest, completely honest and transparent. It's the only way you can be helped. I can tell you on my side of the defense of, of working with individuals exploring franchise opportunities, I have found more often than not um, individuals that haven't quite been transparent in sharing their information, and it is frustrating, and there is no way to help you in that regard. Uh, Franchising and You is also sponsored by Retail Solutions. Professionals at Retail Solutions help franchisees locate, negotiate for, and lease or purchase the retail space, building sites, or build to suits best suitable for their new business venture. You can find them on the web at RetailSolutionsRE.com. Shirley, I mean, this, is, this has been some great information. If you would, as we have uh, some time, you know, tell us a little bit more about Fran Fund and its place in the uh, in the business community, and also let's let's take a step uh, further and maybe give some advice to people as to you know what they should consider when looking at companies that you know might be uh, competing companies with Fran Fund. Sure. So I think Fran Fund has a really sort of unique niche in this space because. We are a 98% referral-driven organization. You know, you, you won't find us showing up on every website that you visit after you've visited ours, <laughs> you know, and we're not on every ad you see out there on the Internet. But when you are a referral-driven organization, the only way that you survive and thrive is by providing superior service. And so, 
you know, this is a government-regulated program. The steps are going to look fairly similar from organization to organization. But I think at Fran Fund, our ultimate goal is helping you to identify and execute the best solution for your scenario, not solely helping you to execute the 401k rollover program. And I do think that that is a distinct difference between Fran Fund and some similar organizations out there, that there really seems to be much more of a focus or maybe priority placed on sort of pushing someone, guiding someone into the 401k rollover strategy, more so than helping them to understand if it is something worth considering and, you know, making sure that they have enough information to make the right decision for them. So I do just think that experience is a little bit different when you work with Fran Fund. We do take much more of a consultative approach to this whole process because it's very important to us that the folks we work with are not only comfortable about the decision that they've made, but that they really feel good about the way that they've made it. And that really only happens through information and education. Um, so, you know, we've, we've been around, FranFund has been around for over 10 years now. I personally have been there for almost six. And you'll find that to be the case with most of the folks in our organization. We have very low turnover. We have very high longevity in terms of folks, you know, starting and staying with FranFund. Uh, because we really have a culture focused on integrity and also just focused on experience, making sure that the experience is always positive, um, you know, and leave someone walking away feeling fulfilled. Yeah, I've been working with Friend Fund for a couple of years now, and I've been quite satisfied as a, my clients uh, that have explored various uh, franchise opportunities and different investment levels and utilizing different financial instruments in order to achieve the American dream of business ownership. And uh, I could say that, uh, and I won't even say knock on wood, I'll just say it's because of that tremendous customer service that FranFund has provided. I think Sherry and, and Jeff have done a great job of establishing and growing that organization. But of course, in any industry, there are some uh, potential horror stories, as you started to allude to earlier. What are some of the immediate initial warning signs that one might see that if someone was looking out there, how would you advise them? What are the warning signs they should be uh, on the lookout for? Well, I think that anytime someone is asked or it is suggested that they move forward with one strategy or another before they fully understand it, that's a big warning sign. And, you know, I talk with folks who talk with all sorts of different organizations out there, and sometimes they will come to me and say, hey, I've been told that my next step is to move forward with one process or another, but I'm not quite sure how it works. And I think that that's a warning sign. You know, myself mm -hmm. or someone in my seat really should not be suggesting that you engage in one program or another if you don't fully understand it. So, you know, really making sure that you dig in and ask the questions. Don't be afraid to ask them. Everyone has been in a similar position. There's a lot of I don't know what I don't know that you sort of uncover as you're going through these processes. So, you know, all questions are fair, and you should make sure that you're putting them out there and that they're being answered. What you don't want to hear if you have a question is, oh, hey, that's no big deal. We'll worry about it later. You know, you really want to make sure that you're getting the information that you're asking for up front so you're comfortable making the decision and moving forward. Yeah, information in this case is certainly king. There are a lot of resources that are out there. 
if you want to find out more about the ROBS process as well as small business funding, uh, obviously there's the uh, Small Business Administration site, the uh, IRS site. You could spend days and days and days upon each of those sites. Uh, I would take a look at some of the things that the SBA has to offer. Uh, I know they have a, a great blog of just being able to see a host of, of different information. And it's, it's all about tapping into resources. And to that end, you know, FranFund has some decent resources on their site. You know, there's a, uh, a toolkit, a free funding toolkit, pre-qualification assessment. So tap into this and, and learn, 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 be knowledgeable about it so that you have a great understanding of what it's going to take to fund your business. Shirley, thank you so much for being with us this morning. It's greatly appreciated. I know if we wanted to and really took a deep dive into uh, 401k rollovers, we could probably spend a couple of hours. But we don't have that time today, obviously, so we'll probably have you back at some point uh, in the future, especially as FranFund is one of our sponsors and we love them dearly. Um, do you have any final advice for our listening audience? My advice is be open in general. When you're going through this whole business exploration process, I think what you want to try to do is challenge your own assumptions and really dig in. And uh, like Paul just said, ask questions, gather information, but also just sort of be open because you might surprise yourself in terms of what you find being attracted to that you may not have guessed you would have been up front whether it's, you know, a, an industry, a franchise model, or even a funding strategy. Excellent advice. And, you know, as you're doing a search of information, be creative in your, in your search phrase that you're putting out there. Don't just type in 401k rollover because you'll probably get a lot of the ads and a lot of uh, the promotions. Ask deep questions even in your search results, and you're going to find a number of articles, some very simple, some very complex, and it will take you in directions that you never thought possible. Another great source uh, is Entrepreneur Magazine and some other business publications. Uh, to that end, too, you know, I like to remind everybody that uh, I have a regular article in Franchise Dictionary Magazine. It's Franchising 101, actually the upcoming November issue of Franchising and You, uh, actually Franchise Dictionary Magazine. I focus on the difference between legacy and emerging brands. Are you a better fit for a brand that has been established for many, many years? Or does your entrepreneurial spirit have you more inclined to investing in a brand that is in a very, very early stage? For your complimentary subscription, please visit Franchise Dictionary Com. Shirley, again, thank you. Um, look forward to uh, a great weekend, and I hope yours is great as well. Thanks again. Thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed being here. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you for including Franchising in You as you explore the wonderful worlds of franchising, small business, and entrepreneurship. As we say every week, dream it, wish it, do it. Have a great day.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.